Welcome to the Mother Nurture Podcast, hosted by Dr. Andrea Rosario, functional neurologist and doctor of chiropractic, specializing in functional medicine, caring for individuals and families with chronic conditions for over 15 years. Hi there, I'm Andrea Rosario, and I'm a functional neurologist, a functional medicine doctor, and I specialize in helping burnt out women escape fight or flight mode and reset their body chemistry for calm. But today, I have tips for everybody. So if you're a male, you don't have to run away and assume this isn't for you. This is non-sex specific. And so I hope you all enjoy what I had to share with you, maybe from a different perspective than what you've heard before. So I have to tell you right off the bat, I have been in a lot of jobs myself where I, my first job was at 13 steaming clothes in a thrift store. I've been a lead cashier. I've been um, in a few call centers. I've owned my own business. I've seen how various different jobs work. Sometimes you have a good amount of control over your day and sometimes you have very little. Sometimes you have a lot of variety of tasks that you do throughout the day, and sometimes it's rather monotonous. So when I offer these tips to you, I want you to keep an open mind that, of course, they can apply to everybody, and I'm trying to give a little something for everyone, and I want you to know that the less control you have in your work environment, the more important it is to bring these tips home with you and at least make sure that when you're out of your work environment that you have a sanctuary at home, okay? So let's get started. Tip number one for today is use routine strategically to calm your brain. So you've heard, you know, you should meditate, you should breathe. I know that you know these things, but there are actually parts of routines that you can create that will make your body escape fight or flight mode, which is basically what burnout is constant stress, burnout, anxiety, exhaustion, depleted, that type of thing. Those are all words that describe being stuck in fight or flight mode. And the opposite of fight or flight is rest and digest mode. And that's how you get good digestion. You absorb all your nutrients. You're able to go to sleep and get restful, healing, rejuvenating sleep. So you wake up the next day feeling like you slept a full night. So if you're not experiencing those rest and digest, parasympathetic is what they're called, experiences with your health, then you're probably stuck in fight or flight. And the idea of what I'm going to tell you that you can bring into your routines is to try to normalize them a little bit and equalize them more so that it's more appropriate that when you're going to rest and when you're going to eat and in times of calming activities that your body actually can calm down so you can get rejuvenated and not feel so burnt out all the time. So the most important routines in your day-to-day life that you can schedule to basically activate this rest and digest mode are around your meals, the digest part, and around your sleep, the rest part. Okay, so you want that parasympathetic rest and digest nervous system to be functioning well so that those are processes that your body goes through that you can utilize to your benefit to get you out of fight or flight. What you would like to do is create little two or three step routines that you do before you eat and before you sleep so that you can alert your body that it's time to go into that parasympathetic mode and leave that fight or flight mode. Okay, so some of the things you can do before bed, you can 
take breaths where it's like, I just said, I know you already know how to breathe, but hold on. There's a certain way that you can breathe. If you take breaths where you breathe in for say three counts and you breathe out for six, so double the exhale, that actually can really trigger your parasympathetic rest and digest system to function here. There's also other things you can do like humming. Sounds funny, but humming, sighing, yawning, those all are things that help stimulate your rest and digest parasympathetic system and pull you out of fight or flight. So how can you use this? Well, if you're gonna go put on your pajamas and get things settled for the night, pull out your clothes for the next day, that type of thing, you can hum yourself a little song while you're doing it. You can hum your kids to sleep, sing them a lullaby just in humming form. Um, all of those things can work and you can do your little few breaths before you go to sleep. Another thing that you can pull in before you go to bed, before meals, but actually all day long, if you're feeling really, you know, high strung and stressed out is cold water is a miracle worker. So you can flush your face with cold water that will lessen the fight or flight. You can take the last little 30 seconds of your shower, have it be cold water, and that will set your fight or flight system into calming. Okay. So these are little things that you can do before you go to sleep for sure, that will make it so that your nervous system is more balanced and you're not so burnt out all the time. Other couple suggestions, praying, meditating, gratitude, any of those things that work for you right before bed or before a meal, those are fantastic for setting your system into fight or, or in, out of fight or flight and into rest and digest. And really before the meals, all you can do is kind of pull those same things in. Maybe you say thank you to the farm workers and the animals that sacrificed for your meal in front of you, or you say grace or that type of thing. And then just take two nice breaths, three seconds in, six seconds out, or four seconds in, eight seconds out, whatever's comfortable for you and not forced. Those are quiet things you can do when you're in a work meeting that will just settle your nervous system down so that you can eat and actually digest your food and give your burnt out nervous system a little bit of a breather. So I hope that's helpful for you. And the other thing that I want to say about setting routines may not apply to everybody because it depends on how much control and variety you have in your day. But if you could really pay attention to where you do certain tasks the best, like where are you the best writer? Where are you more creative? Where do you want to do mundane tasks like answering tedious emails? You know, that type of thing. Um, if you start to pay attention to where you operate the best, you can start to block your day out. And I'm telling you, your efficiency will just go through the roof and you will feel much better because you're not feeling like you're swimming upstream, which is kind of how it feels if you're doing something hard in a part of the day that your brain just doesn't function quite as well, right? So um, it's possible that if you can talk to your management, if or if you're the boss, you know, try to figure out how you can optimize your day so that it's not you're going downstream instead of swimming upstream. Okay, so that was tip number one. Tip number two is to intentionally exit your perpetual summer lifestyle. So you may not have heard about a perpetual summer lifestyle. It's kind of kind of something I just came up with because. It is how a lot of people, especially in the United States, but a lot of cultures live. And it's sort of a go, 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 go type of lifestyle where 
you know, we've got the kids in several different sports. We're taking on more and more at work. We don't take as many vacations as we should or could. Um, we work through our breaks oftentimes, you know, it is a go, go, go thing that we do. And so what I would say is you want to look at what tasks in your day, work or home, are repeated and are tedious, like exhausting tasks. And then look at ways that you might be able to delegate them, automate them, or maybe you just need to release them. The way I see it, a perpetual summer is someone who's holding on to everything and they're like not releasing the stuff that isn't serving them anymore, right? So when you look at trees in the fall, they lose their leaves. They don't try to hold on to them because they might need them. They literally decide, you don't serve me right now. I'm going to go to my most important things for me to live until next year, right? My most important core things. And you, they release what is no longer helping them. And whether that's at work, whatever you can release, you have to talk to your boss again if you're if you're employed, but whatever you can release or automate or delegate, that will help you to lessen your load. And if you don't have that kind of control at your work, you can absolutely do it at your house, in your home and in your life outside of work, which will help you to not feel so burned out in general because you'll have a calmer, more peaceful, more valuable, more value-based home and reprieve to go to. So don't live in a perpetual summer, release what you need to delegate and automate. That was tip number two. Tip number three is stop shooting all over yourselves. So I said shooting, I don't know what you heard, but I said shooting. And what I mean by that is we set standards high for ourselves. Oh, I didn't do as well on that task. I should have worked harder. I should have worked extra hours. I should have, who knows, like everything. We should all over ourselves all the time at work, at home, in life in general, with our health, with our food choices. We should, 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 should. And it is a awful word, word that if you think about how it makes you feel, it makes you feel like you're never enough. And the reason why that's problematic is because that is a constant stressor. That's the stressor in your own mind saying you're not doing enough. You're not doing enough. Push, push, push. So stop, stop shooting all over yourselves. So the reason I wanted to bring this up because there is actually a tip besides just knowing how often you say to yourself or to others should have done this is my dear favorite brilliant coach. Her name is Christine Marie Jones. She taught me this tip and it really helped me stop shooting all over myself. And that was called ceilings and floors. So every day I would put on my list of to-dos a ridiculous amount of to-dos and I would feel defeated and frustrated at the end of the day when I could not get them all done. She taught me that what I should do is what I've been doing is I've been writing my ceilings. Like this is what I want to accomplish in the day and I'm holding myself up to the super high standard when I need to put what my floors are. Like, okay, I have one or two really hard tasks. If I could get them done actually and get them off my list, that would help me a ton. Maybe my floor is that one hard task and maybe my floor the next day is the second hard task. But if I can get them both done, fantastic. If I can get them both done and all the other things I'd like to do, even more, that's my ceiling. So ceilings and floors 
from the brilliant Christine Marie Jones has saved my patootie because it saved my sanity and it saved my own nervous system because the stress you put on yourself with the way you talk to yourself and the standards you hold yourself up to are not always helping you when you're already in burnout. Okay, that was tip number three. Tip number four is go get some vitamin N. If you have any space near your office, hopefully out in a courtyard, that would be fantastic. But if you need to travel to a park on a lunch break or something like that, if you can get out in nature, it will do wonders for you. It'll improve your vitamin D levels, which will improve your mood and regulate your immune system. And it's good for your brain in general. It will help you because if you're able to touch the grass, like I don't know if you want to get wild and the season is appropriate, taking your shoes off and walking in the grass does wonders for your nervous system and your health overall, quite honestly. It's called grounding. You should look it up. It's fantastic. If that is not a possibility, let's say you live in Alaska and it's covered in snow at least six months of the year. Well, they do sell grounding mats. Well, they sell them on Amazon, they sell them lots of places, but they sell grounding mats that you can put underneath your computer, under your keyboard, or under your feet while you're at work. And it helps to um, deliver electrons into your body. That And that's the, the benefit of grounding, basically. I am not an expert on it, but I do know that a lot of my patients love it and find it incredibly helpful when they're stuck in an office all the time and aren't able to get out in nature. But otherwise, try to get out on the weekends if you can. If you can't do that, sounds kind of funny, but bring some bird seed and on your 10 minute break, go toss them out and just watch the birds. It's it Again, it seems funny. It will calm your nervous system. Don't knock it until you try it. You might actually really, really enjoy it. So that was tip number four, get some vitamin N. And the final tip, tip number five, is to create for yourself an absolute yes list and an absolute no list. So this one's a little tricky because you can create absolute yes lists, things that serve you, that fill your cup, that bring you calm, that help you function really well, things that you really need in your life to be your best self. Those belong on your absolute yes list. Your absolute no list are the things that empty your cup, that burn you out, that totally make you feel like mud. You want to eliminate those as much as humanly possible, right? So I kind of just spoke broadly and I said, this is a little tricky because I'm saying you should make a broad, absolutely yes and no list for your life. But if you're talking specifically at work, you can make one for your work. You can make one for your home life. You can make one for before sleep. Like if I'm on the laptop working until 10 p.m. and then I hope to go to sleep at 10 p.m., it's never going to happen. So that's on my absolute no list, right? You can find different things throughout your life that really help make your life easier. And when you have that absolute no list, whether it is at your house with your family or it is decisions you need to make on your own, independent of everybody else, or it's with a supervisor or a team that you're working with. I would really highly suggest that you communicate with them in a very respectful and open way, of course, but tell them how you're feeling and how, um, if you could get some of those off your list or ease it up a tiny bit, 
then you would have more breathing room to be a better version of yourself, which is ultimately what getting out of burnout mode is, whether it's at work or in your family life, or just you as a human being, if you're burned out, you never get to your potential. If you can give yourself some breathing room, so you're not like a stretched out rubber band with only a tiny little bit to go, then you are going to thrive vibrantly in a way that you may not even remember possible for yourself. So I hope you found these tips and tricks helpful. And I really hope you implement them because I sincerely believe that they will help reset your nervous system and your body chemistry for calm. And I hope to connect with you further. You can check me out at teachthemwell.com and best of luck to you. Take it easy. Bye.